Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. What's up? Yep. What's up? What's up? Let's not do that. Remember oh, that whole I that remember. moment in time? I yeah. remember. You remember, Sam? I remember. <laughs> she remembers. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We can't retread that ground. There's some ground that's like, it's just, you can't do we better. We should leave it back there. <laughs> yeah. Laser voice, saber rain. There's some moments in this podcast that are just exceptional. Correct. Yeah. Maybe we'll make one today. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We're going to do it. <gasps> That's the whole now shtick is we come up with a TV theme song all because you did a Michael J. Fox documentary on one random episode. So now we're just just charging through with like a random TV theme song in every episode. I like that. That's pretty daunting. It's a lot. It's scary to sound. It's scary to think about. It's like I got to try to figure this out. But Knife Puppy, do you have a favorite TV theme song? Happy days, clearly. Oh, yeah. Look at that face. Misery. Yeah. That's, that's her favorite movie. That's what you want. <laughs> she looks just like Kathy Bates. A little bit. Maybe more like just... James Caan. <laughs> well, speaking of movies. Yeah. I've got two. You've got two. I end, uh, I end fine. I end like I should end. Oh. Yeah. I need to end this one. All right, then. Tim. I will go I first. Need to end this one. Oh, whoa, hey, hey, whoa, buddy. I don't want no troubles now. Well, then let me end it. Oh, you oh. already agreed. It's fine. Continue. Okay, okay. Wow. What else do you need from me? Do you need blood? No. Okay. <laughs> then I'll put this bucket back. Yep, thank blood you. Blood bucket. The blood bucket. Remember that? Renfield. Renfield. A woo. So here's another one. I'm getting too far ahead. Every day he assists, assists Dracula Renfield. Woo! Bum, bum, ba, da, <laughs> Blah! Blah! Ba, da, ba, da, ba, ba. 2023's Renfield. I stole this one from you, Max. You did. Apparently. 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 Apparently this is no Tom Waits, though. No, it's not Tom Waits. I watched this July 4th, mm. as you do. Happy America Day. That's right. There's a Transylvania movie. Yeah, I think when I think of America, you know? I really you think of blood-sucking vampires? I do. Well, that's pretty fitting. Well, you know, sometimes. <laughs> Depends what we're talking about. My goodness. IMDb Minutes. One hour, 33 minutes. Genre comedy fantasy horror directed by Chris McKay. Mm. Starring Nicholas Holt. We like Nicholas Holt. I love Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Cage. When, no, we we got a lukewarm relationship yeah. with Nick Cage. That's right. And Aquafina Got a warm relationship with water. Yeah. 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 It's fine. Like, I'm not really like an Evian pusher or a smart water guy. So, I mean, no. I guess Aquafina is fine. It's fine. Fine. It's fine. Shrug. I like Liquid Death. Mm. They should sponsor the podcast as well. If they'd like to, just, you know, do it. Yeah. Please do. You won't. No. <laughs> IMDb Movie Summary. <laughs> Renfield, Dracula's henchman and inmate at the Lunatic Asylum. Yes. For decades, longs for a life away from the Count, his various demands, and all the bloodshed that comes with them. So this movie is a very bizarre movie. Okay. This is... This is such a Nicolas Cage movie and still not at the same time. Okay. You are more focused on Nicolas Holt. Nicolas Cage is just occasionally in. He pops in and out and in and out. Occasionally? Occasionally, yes. Very good. (laughs) Yes, I think I'll just be over here. I'll be here occasionally. Oh, 
Uh, it's about Nicholas Holt going through his day, the things he does to kind of cope with the awful things he has to do. He has to keep bringing people to Dracula for him to feed on. He sure. tries to find scummy people. He actually, what I thought was a really fun, creative plot point is he goes to um, different self-help groups, different meetings like AA groups, things like that, where it's people who are having struggles, people that maybe are in abusive relationships. And it's like, oh, women are complaining that they're in this bad relationship. He'll go get the guy and feed him to Dracula. That's funny. And solve all the problems. Right. So he thinks he's doing good and whatnot, but he's also like ruining people's lives. Yeah. It's a real thing. Murdering loved ones. Yeah. It's just really like weighing on him. Uh, it, this movie's weird because it's designed to be kind of a comedy and also kind of a horror movie. And I, I get that. But it's also like a hard movie to just like, am I even having fun? Like I was so torn right. watching movies, this. There are very few movies that can pull off the comedy horror part of it really well mm-hmm. and i feel like you get movies that more often lean into one side than the other i feel like the rare exception being something like an evil dead 2 mm-hmm. where it's like you know there are moments that are legitimately like off-putting and like kind of frightening in that movie and then there are other things that are just ripped out of three stooges right that's such a weird movie to be able to pull that off but even other movies like Shaun of the dead is a great example where not really scary at all right but hysterical like i think a wildly successful movie but i think they were really smart to make it a comedy about something horrific it was not necessarily like it didn't scare me at any moment the makeups were all really good and it was gory mm-hmm. but it was more it was definitely a comedy with a heart right and this one has a little heart and you kind of want nicholas holt to have a normal life and maybe get away from dracula But it's just not going good. Another thing is the violence is very ramped up. Okay. The gore level in this movie is very high. Fair enough. Similar to like Cocaine Bear where it's like, what am I even watching? There's so much violence. There's a handful of scenes where Nicolas Cage is like, oh, all right, time to feed. And he just eviscerates people. It is very brutal. And that's kind of part of the charm. Right. But like... Go. It goes too long. It's like, uh, we need something else here. Sure. So I know this movie is very divisive. I know people love it. They're like, no, you don't get it. And I'm like, no, I fucking get it. And I've had enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I got it, buddy. Oh, I got it. So the scores are going to be all over the place. Okay. But, I like that. But I do, uh, I think, that being said, I think Nicholas Holt was great. And I think Nicholas Cage was very fun as Dracula. Nice. It was a good role for him. It was a good pick. Excellent. Um. I might even argue there isn't enough Nicolas Cage in the movie. Holy cow. And that's not something I normally say. So that's probably the right amount then, right? Leave you want more. Yeah. Because how often you're like, man, I really am hoping for more Nicolas Cage. In a movie? Not very often. No. No. Seems like a good guy, though. Yeah, no. Like, if he was like, hey, bro, let's hang out. I'd be like, yeah. Like, I want to hear some stories, Nicolas Cage. Let me hang out. Let's have a beer. I can't wait to fall off the back of your motorcycle. Let's go. Yeah, that's right. You know? Mm -hmm. So the scores. IMDb. They gave it a 6.4. Okay. Rotten Tomato Critics, 292 of them, gave it 58%. Mm, okay. The audience, 1,000 plus, gave it 79%. Much higher. Mm-hmm. I gave it a 5.5. Okay. Because I see some qualities here. Nothing was done inherently wrong. Right. And it's a little better than the very middle of the road. Sure. My wife liked it more and gave it a 6.5. Oh, cool. I think it's just okay as right. far as a movie but i think there's certain moments that are super good so it makes it a very weird thing to score fair enough yeah man i'm gonna just not review the next one just say what you said 
<laughs> for 2023's Evil Dead Rise. Oh, okay. Let's watch this on the 24th of June, 2023. It's one hour and 36. It's a horror film directed by Lee Cronin, starring Alyssa Sutherland, Morgan Davies, and Lily Sullivan. Your summary here, a reunion between two estranged sisters gets cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons, thrusting them into a primal battle of survival as they face the most nightmarish version of a family imaginable. Mm. Thrusting. Thrusting. Um, This movie looks like they were just like, what if we took like beats from the other Evil Dead movies and we did it in just like a tenement? Oh, okay. With a family. And it's like, okay. But we've seen that a lot in horror too. I'm just not, yeah, like it's uh, the idea of putting Evil Dead in a modern setting, like a populated setting is really interesting. But to just immediately go, it's a tenement and it's one floor of a tenement. So we've knocked this down to like there are three other people in the entire floor Uh, where it's like so this is just evil dead right with a slightly different look to it like a slightly different geography to it Yeah, because my brain instantly thought big apartment complex like floors many many floors up into the sky they do it a little bit there's a parking structure and then there's a uh, an earthquake and that's where they find like the the necronomicon and they find Mm. some records okay like vinyl that was recorded about the book that's interesting and it's like the one kid's a dj because eventually they have to spin the record (laughs) on the turntable in order to play it yeah this is what we're dealing with here yeah it's like really rough there's one very cool scene that takes place while you're looking through the peephole of the apartment out into the other part of the hall to see if everything's okay and there's a a deadite that's just like massacring a whole bunch of people and you can't see all of it but you just see like gore off into a side and then it like rush across and get somebody else who's trying to like sneak by so it's like that's cool but outside of that the gore was really good Mm. but the rest of the movie was like the the themes were all just kind of like super cliche about Mm. family and like of course you know i mean the sister who's estranged just like a groupie and she needs to be a groupie because you have to she has to have some knowledge of how music and speakers and things work in order to figure some stuff and it's just like oof like it just feels so kind of like you had to work so hard to make this work that it didn't feel like you were one making a movie you wanted to make it felt like how do we take something and mush it together to make it appear like a, one of the evil dead movies that's interesting yeah it didn't quite work but if you want to see just like excessive violence this movie will definitely get some stuff that made me go ooh like and some really well done and like smart attention to detail like the way they dealt with eyes in this one was very smart and disturbing oh no like they really took a lot of time and care in the polishing of the movie which is really cool it's just there wasn't much there like Mm. they do the thing that I hate where there's like a bunch of things and then they merge them into one big very easy to deal with mutant glob a la like critter ball Sure. Where it's like, so you took what would have been an impossible to overcome problem and conveniently mush it all together, like in Stranger Things Things Season 3, into one very easy to deal with problem. Or one, I guess, mild inconvenience. Sure. So this movie does that. It's just not really much. The themes are super, like, cliche and overdone. I was really surprised when I went and looked at this initially, what the scores were. They're still higher than I was like so like but they were super high when we when we watched it and went and looked at the score I'm like why is this scoring so like I just thought like I was like did we watch the same movie right like it wasn't terrible but it definitely wasn't doing it for me because yeah, the trailer made it look awesome I was excited sure. the previous remake to that the Fede Alvarez one was I thought was great like right. very successful right. way to envision the Evil Dead stuff this just felt like we're gonna put Evil Dead references in but we're just gonna rip off every like beat from Evil Dead mm. and it's just, but it's in an apartment. 
I'm like, all right, I'm done here. You laid on your rent. Yeah. It's, Deadite. It's, yeah, it's not great. You ain't a deadbeat. You're a deadite. Oof. 6.6 out of 10, says IMDb. Do that. Yep. The Rotten Tomatoes critics, 227, 227 of them. Yeah. I'm possessed by a demon. 84%. Okay. Audience, 2,500 plus, give it 76%. All right. This uh, is higher than I would have thought. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm coming in way under everybody to five and a half. Same Ooh, as you. Like, man. it's just... It, I didn't find any of it to be anything other than just visually like, wow, they really did a nice job with the visuals here. I wonder how much people put gore, like the gore was so good, do they just, is that like a huge chunk I don't of know if it was their like, score? Or like, the critics were like, hey, they managed to shove some kind of theme, even if it's the most baseline yeah. retread theme about motherhood and family we could possibly family. imagine. Yeah, into I don't, a, I don't watch movies about family. It's rough. <laughs> it's rough. Well, I got a movie, Ooh. and it's uh, it's all right. I think you I think you would enjoy this. Sorry, sorry. It's 2022's Elvis. 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 Not the one with Kurt Russell. Not the one with Kurt Russell. This is the one that is Austin Butler and the Boz Lerman and the Tom Hanks. Okay. Yeah. I watched this on the 6th of July. It is two hours and 39 minutes. A longie. <laughs> Biography drama music. Directed by Boz Lerman, like you said. Austin Butler, Tom Hanks, Olivia Dijon. 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 Your IMDb movie summary. The life of American music icon Elvis Presley from his childhood to become a rock and movie star in the 1950s while maintaining a complex relationship with his manager, Colonel Tom Parker. The Colonel. The Colonel. This is a pretty good movie. I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Tom Hanks is really weird in this one, though. Yeah. Really weird. Like, did it have to be Tom Hanks? Probably. part of the question. (laughs) Because, like, the fat suit stuff they put him in doesn't quite work. Right. And, like, I don't know. Maybe he sounds like the guy. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he put in his effort. But It like, could just be maybe, like, there's, like, oh, holy shit, Tom Hanks wants to do this. Right. I, I don't know. Tom Hanks is the only thing in this movie that's kind of just, like, ugh. Okay. And I don't know if part of that is his character, which is based on a real person, is very despicable. Right. And just completely screws Elvis over every chance he gets. Yes. And Elvis isn't even made aware of that until years into the relationship. Right. But I thought Austin Butler was awesome as Elvis. Good. That's I think awesome. he did a very good job. Also, the child actor who plays young Elvis was very good as well. Excellent. Because um, he gets a lot of the, the the beginning parts where he's starting to make his musical journey. He's basically, he's poor and he's listening to a lot of the black music. Yeah. Which, you know, it was a lot of stuff that isn't getting played on the radio. Right. And it talks about him going to church and meeting people that way. Absolutely. Like, Why is this little white boy at the black church? Like, that kind of stuff is going on. Right. Keeping in mind the times and everything so it's him kind of like no we're gonna do this song it's like okay and he is basically being pushed back upon by colonel tom parker the entire time now he discovers him when he's young and he's kind of like a carnival barker almost sure and he's like this is the show we're gonna take this and you know uh he does a pretty good job of propelling elvis but he's also just taking an insane cut right which once elvis becomes elvis it, that's a real insane oh yeah and he turns into like you know colonel tom parker's just a bad gambler he wastes all the money he won't let um there's some wild stuff towards the middle to end of the movie where you realize like he doesn't he won't let elvis go tour he's trying to get him in that spot in vegas where he's there all the time right and you find out it's because he can't get a, a visa to fly sounds right because he's a scumbag he yep. did something so he can't get that and it's like oh man scumbaggery the scumbaggery is real oof 
But like, you know, Tom Hanks, I don't know. I think because we love Tom Hanks so much, this guy is actually deplorable. And the, the suit, the, the the effects on it, right. like everything about right. it is it's like, man, this is hard to follow, Tom Hanks. Why'd you do this to me? That's as bad as his Geppetto and the Pinocchio remake. I'm sure it is. How yeah. many accents did he do for this character? <laughs> <laughs> like like three or four southern ones just kind of okay, rolling around yeah. in there. Right. Fair enough. Uh, but the music is good. Austin Butler, I'm sure, can sing all of this relatively. I'm sure it was him doing it. It's not cool. like it was him doing it. <laughs> So I think he was very good. And just the depiction of what that life had to be like, where you're making so much money in a time where no one got money. Right. And like, he's got like all this crazy stuff on his compound. Essentially his whole family is living there. Yep. Uh, His mother's sick and it's like normal things people would deal with. Right. But he's like, Oh, but I got to go do this insane thing that no human being has ever asked to do. Um, He gets pushed back. He starts doing whatever the hell he wants. He writes protest songs. He got in trouble for gyrating his hips and stuff famously. So that's why he ended up with a movie movie career because they wouldn't let him play mm-hmm. and finally he's just like f it i'm doing it and then it kind of they're kind of like whatever yeah they let it go the times were changing it was now the 60s that's right the hippie movement all that kind of stuff was happening so it's just really cool using elvis as a way to kind of show the backdrop of the times to learn we're st- you know we're dealing with racism at the beginning we're dealing with sexism we're dealing with all these things and then to have the hippie movement to have music change because it changes His story kind of moves with the music, and he adapts as he goes. Um, Him going to war, like all these things were all done to save his career, more so than a decision he wanted to make. Makes sense. It's very interesting, and you do feel for him towards the end. You know, there's always talk about how Elvis died, and of course, how what was it, what did his end really look like? And they kind of focus on like, hey, he's just kind of overweight and sad at the end. And yeah, it's not like a huge part of the movie, but it's it's cool how they address it. It's not like you know anybody who's alive related to Elvis is going to be like, man, what the fuck, right? <laughs> so I was there. That's not how it went. That's down. not how it went down. So I think this movie is really good as far as a uh, music biopic goes. Impressive. Yeah, there's no wall card. Well, nothing is walk hard. Walk hard, walk hard. Own its own little, you know. So good. Its own little lane there. IMDb give this a seven point three. Oh, the critics at Rotten Tomatoes, three hundred ninety eight of them give it seventy seven percent. Okay. The audience, ten thousand plus. This kind of surprised me. Ninety four percent. Oh wow, that's a lot. That is. This movie is good, but that is a lot. That is a lot. The wife and I agreed again. Whoa. At a six point five. Holy cow! It's not a bad movie. It's pretty good. It's a music biopic. It's a music biopic. That's fair. For sure. All right, Tim. I'm ready. Are you ready? I think. 2022. Okay. Everything. Uh Uh-huh. Everywhere. Whoa. All at once. All at the same time? Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of things. I watched this on the eve of America Day, 7-3-2023. is two hours and 19 minutes. It is a fantasy sci-fi film. Okay. Directed by Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. Sorry, Daniel. Starring Michelle Yeoh, Stephanie Hsu, and Ki-Hoi Kwan, our favorite. Mm-hmm. Short Round himself, as well as Jamie Lee Curtis. 
Yes. Yes. So your summary for this one is when an interdimensional rupture unravels reality, an unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight a bizarre and bewildering danger from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. I don't remember this Marvel comic. Yeah. Um, so this is like a, essentially like a weird superhero-esque movie. Okay. And if you're familiar with this movie, it took away, like it completely ran the Oscars. Yeah. And so I was going, I, before obviously I knew all of that. When the movie was in the theaters, I really pushed to see this. Uh, we were in Hershey, Pennsylvania on a trip to Hershey Park for Sam's birthday. And I said, like, can we go to the movies and watch this movie? And she was just like, we could go to the movies anytime. I hate fun. Let's go do something else. And I was like, okay, Sam. And little did I know she was setting me up for one of the biggest disappointments of my life, not seeing this film in the cinema. Oh. Um, I'm just giving her guff. It's fine. That's Sam. Yeah, that's Sam. Um, but this movie... I cleaned up at the Oscars, and some people kind of kind of turned their their nose up at the Oscar, like, oh, this was a shoe in, and blah right. blah 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 blah. This movie one hundred percent lives up to the good all of the awards it won. The guys who did the turn down for what music video, man, did they come out of nowhere with an absolutely sensational movie. This may be one of the best movies that takes plot, a crazy idea, and a and a set of like cinematic themes and marries them together in an absolutely perfect way. Wow. When I tell you about a movie that can make you cry, and a movie that has Jamie Lee Curtis and um, Michelle Yeoh eating each other's hot dog fingers and having ketchup and mustard come out and erupt all over their faces in ecstasy, it works. And wow. that's what's in this movie. This movie has rocks that talk to, talk to each other in subtitle. Okay. <laughs> this movie has short round. With That's expert good. like kung fu maneuvering, this movie has everything, and it has a reason for all of it. Wow. It is absolutely beautiful. It is wow. such a staggering examination of like uh, like cultural beliefs and new age thought, and how we overcome where we were, how we overcome and like kind of embrace where we're going. Mm-hmm. in our life and the movie truly when you boil it down is about you can't be everywhere you can't do everything and you certainly can't do it all at once and that's a revelation for the main character because for a brief moment she gets to but yet she still can't right. it's so incredibly smart it's so well done i like i was blown away. i was like i can't believe what i'm seeing I can't believe that I fucking understand that this is one of the most poignant ways they could have portrayed this. And it's totally bizarre. Hmm. It's so good. It's so weird. And I just bemoaned the flash for doing this kind of multiverse thing. Right. And it was like, let's take all the stuff that's been done with that and do the really smart, lovely version of it. Because underneath of all of that, there's a reason for it. Sure. Man, it is good. Oh, man, you're gushing so much. I'm so it's excited. so good. So excited. IMDb gives us a 7.8 out of 10. Okay, that's very high for them. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 402 critics give it 94%. Nice. The audience, 5,000 plus, give plus. it 86%. Okay. Dude, would you like to take a stab at this one? Uh, you're gushing. It's got to be an unusual number. 
I want it to be a 9.9, but I think that's too too generous. So I'm going to go I'm going to go 9.8. I think it is. 9.8 it is. Yeah. This movie's awesome. Is 100% a movie I recommend to everybody cuz even if you're not a mother or a daughter, you will get something out of this movie. It's so perfectly encapsulates the family dynamic in the most absurd way possible. That it's is wild. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome movie. Wow. It will just constantly surprise you. It will constantly impress you. And then it will loop back around to go, how did all of that just work so magnificently? Wow. Yeah. How cool is that? Really good. Wow. Yeah. A high watermark for the podcast for sure. Well, we should just end it now. Okay. Forever. All at once. Signing off. <laughs>